What's going on, world? I'm your host, Jenny Chang, and you're diving into the Jenny Chang Experience, the show that seduces unapologetic perspectives, stories, and the magic energy to expand on your journey towards consciousness. What's up, world? It's Jenny Chang, your host. I have my brother, my confidant, and now, actually, my new financial advisor, Tony Chang! Cha-ching, baby. Cha-ching, baby. Bro, why don't you start this episode with that song that you've quite literally invented on your own? Which one? Make money. Oh, okay. Make money, keep money, grow money. <laughs> and you gotta make that cheddar, baby. Make money, grow. Wait, what? Make money, keep money, grow money. Let's go. Make money, keep money, grow money. Uh. Yo, like if that's not going to be what everybody listening is chanting by the end and throughout all the rest of 2021, you're doing yourself injustice. Right, bro? See, you know, my brother is effectively. uh, Yeah. My new financial advisor. Uh, I am so proud to say that, bro, you have given me the kind of advice in my business and you've made these like extremely like like positive risk focused, you know, ideas. Right. Mm. That has helped me elevate my brand, elevate myself, elevate my confidence, you know. And everyone that knows me knows that it's really hard to turn me on. It's extremely difficult for me to be stimulated by anybody. I come across more people that are just constantly sleeping and they have substance, but it's the substance that they read from a book. You know, Mm. it's not intuition, right? It's not the intuitive uh, type of expand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, it's not it's not the intuitive kind of um, stimulation. But in, when I look back, you know, in retrospect of so many of the times that you've like given you've given me ideas and you've given me some like suggestions on my companies and stuff like, mm. you know, I may not have fallen through with those ideas at the time. But looking back, like I always end up doing that. I always end up following your advice, you know, mm. And it's just been so successful. So, um, yeah, just public announcement that this is officially not just a confidant, but yeah, you're my, you've always been my advisor. You've always been like my consultant, you know? So super excited for that. Big changes coming in, uh, given that, but you know, this episode actually is something more, I want to say, bro, I feel like I want to take our relationship and I want to take uh, this, this, like this limitless potential relationship uh, as the, the right example, right? For people to know really the yin and yang balance between two people. And, you know, obviously everyone thinks about yin and yang in their love life. Or they think about yin and yang in a lot of different areas, but there's a yin and yang in just about anyone that you choose to let in, right? Mm. that you choose to create a partnership relationship with. Right. Yeah. And of course I'm the biggest advocate for having a yin and yang in you. You got your shadow, you got your light, you got both. If you Mm. don't know how to find both yin and yang in you, that might be something that you want to discover, you know, Mm -hmm. but I, I can't help, but, you know, um, feel right. That you and I are a very great example in this world for yin and yang. But what does that mean? You know, Yeah. Like, what would you say is like your definition of yin and yang? Or when I even say the word, what is what comes to mind? Well, two things like yin and yang, you are both right. It's not like, oh, you're only yin. Oh, you're only yang or, you know, stuff like that. So you have to make sure that you're balanced within yourself. Right. Right. But also in like, for example, business. Honestly, I'm more of a defensive player. I kind of more, I can do it more long-term if I'm just like behind the scenes type person, right? Mm. Thus the financial stuff and things like that. Like Mm -hmm. you don't need to, I can be in the front, 
but I don't really want to be in the front all the time. It's right. pretty exhausting, you know? Mm. But for you, it's like you're the opposite, where it's like you can definitely be in the front, but then in terms of the back end stuff, it's kind of like I'm sure it can drain you a lot more, you know? Mm. So in that aspect, it's like, yeah, you know, yin yang, it's like, okay, we balance each other out. Like I have my strengths, you have your strengths. Right. And it's like, you just focus on your strengths, you know? Yeah. And I think that way it's like, you can't do everything by yourself. Right. You know, getting help from other people who are strong at what they're strong at and just letting them just do it for you, then I think you, you, you free yourself up for many other things for yourself. Exactly. And with you, right? Exactly. And you're right. Like, I think that a lot of people realize, like, you know, this is what I feel. This is what I say is that if you want to go fast in life, be on your own. Mm. If you want to go far in life, do it together. Yeah. And I'm not just trying to get to the fast lane. I mean, listen, like, it's not important for me to get into the fast lane. It's, it's, it's me to go the distance. I need to go the distance. I need to get far in life. I need to leave my footprint in this world. And I'm willing to go to the end of the world and back. I'm willing to put my every energetic force to make sure that it happens. Right. And it will. And these are just my records, right? This is this, these are the records of my footprint and yours. Right. And like, mm this collective footprint that's going to be here timelessly for people to tune into. And of course, with a lot of the other things that we work on on a day-to-day basis, right? Mm. But I want to go the distance and to get to the distance, you know, we, we got to do it together. And I think a lot of the publications that interview me and they ask, right, they go, Jen, what is the antidote to success? In fact, let me reword that. Because that question is so easy to answer. But they ask, what is the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur? What is the most difficult challenge that you can share with us? And obviously, I can talk about like the finance failure and success and how money is just something that comes in and it leaves. And, you know, there's I could talk about all the mistakes and all the things that all the risks that we've taken logistically, creatively, et cetera. Right. Yeah. You could talk about how the biggest challenge could be working with people or, 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 uh, essentially, you know, hiring, you know, the wrong people and, and working for toxic clients. I mean, I don't know. Everyone's definition of challenge is of their own, but the most timeless challenge and the, the one that I stand true by is finding the right people to work with. The hardest thing as an entrepreneur is finding the right team. It's not only finding the right team, but it's keeping the right team. And by team, it's not like, uh, you know, fuck the clients. Clients will come. Okay. It's having the right people by your side and having, you know, and, and, and molding them and inspiring them and motivating them to reach their greatest potential within this platform that you've created. Right. Mm -hmm. And the reason it's the hardest thing to do is because it's not entirely in your control. It's, it's really not, this is a partnership between you and your spirit guides and your universe. Like your spirit guides and your universe will connect you to your right tribe when time, right. Mm -hmm. You can interview someone that looks perfect on paper, Mm -hmm. but they will be your greatest risk at the end. So it doesn't matter how many times you vet someone out. A lot of finding the right team comes down to chemistry, intuitive chemistry, a yin and yang, if you will, right? Amongst many people. And when I think about this concept around yin and yang, I think about a lot of different things. I think about the shadow self, the light, right? Mm. And I also think about the masculine self, and the feminine. Mm-hmm. It's the masculine energy versus feminine energy, feminine versus masculine, and how the difference in everybody, because everybody's got both, right? Mm. But what dominates the other? There are some people that walk this earth that are just so great at balancing the two. And I want to figure out what that antidote is. And I'm sure I'll channel it through, right? Yeah. But I I know for a fact, so let me just take myself, for example. Yeah. I live 
predominantly by default in my masculine energy. Uh, every day I wake up and every day I sleep and every moment in between is about 99% masculine energy. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And I, I know I could already hear the questions, right? So people are asking like, well, what does that mean exactly? Right. What does it mean to just be in masculine energy? Uh, it's not like, don't, don't associate it as like, oh, like being a man, right? What the fuck? Masculine energy has more to do with the instinct to provide, the instinct to put yourself on the line, right? It's not the instinct of harvesting. Harvesting comes from like more of the feminine energy, right? Mm -hmm. But masculine energy has everything to do with like putting on your suit, putting on your armor and getting ready to conquer, getting ready for war, putting yourself on that line of risks every single day, right? Mm. It's wearing the hat of being a leader. It's wearing the hat of motivating not only yourself, but those around you so that collectively you can win. Whatever that may be, by the way, like my definition of winning is my own, but everyone has their own idea of what they want to achieve within a day or week or month, right? Mm -hmm. But masculine energy to me has a lot to do with control. It has a lot to do with wanting to wake up and wanting to achieve within a single day, the most you could control within the time that you've got. Mm. And it has a lot to do with like avoiding fluff, avoiding the emotional aspect of life and getting more into the logic aspect of life, going more deep into the strategies of life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, for example, a lot of the audience and the people listening, they determine life as in this one long jeopardy, one long experience that they know one day will end. Right. Mm. I see life as a day to day thing. It's not like a month to month thing for me. It's not like some subscription shit. Nah, it's like every day I got one life. Mm. And in one day of life for me, I want to make the right decisions and control as many uncontrollable actions or decisions, or I want to be able to prevent as much problems by being able to bring solutions. The masculine energy in me is just very, uh, it just has no bandwidth. In fact, it has no room for emotional distraction and more to do with intellectual and logical stimulation. Mm -hmm. When I talk to you, for example, and when I talk to some of the people that I, I, I yearn to keep around me, right? Mm -hmm. The reason for is because there's a difference, right? Hmm. I like, so being this, this dominant in Damascus energy, I also like to be around energy that has that, ener that masculine energy as well, right? Hmm. So I like, just as much as I love fucking telling people what to do, I love being told what to do. Mm -hmm. Maybe even more. Which is why in my love life, I'm like super submissive. I know you wouldn't like really guess that except in arguments in arguments in my love life i will fucking corner you you know mm. but in love in my in my sexual life i'm very submissive like i i mean i'll i'll do the fucking in the ass thing you know if that's what you want but like <laughs> i'll but predominantly i like to just submit and like be told what to do you know mm -hmm. so and leaders have that a lot of leaders like high high level leaders uh, behind the scenes of their power, they like to surround themselves with other energies that are dominant and that, that can advise direction. But then like, you know, and you have that. And so I, I appreciate you having that because as my advisor, you could be like, Jen, do this. And I'd be like, okay, okay. Cause you are, you are telling me what to do in an area that I maybe not have expertise in or that I don't have a lot of strength in, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm attracted to that. But mm -hmm. you also very much exude a lot of like feminine energy. Would you agree? Yeah. And I think between you and me, like that's always been the case. Like you've always been more, like your feminine energy has been on the front line. Mm -hmm. And my masculine energy is, has always kind of been on the front line, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's been a pretty consistent thing. 
And so then the questions roll in, right? Which is, well, then what's feminine energy mm-hmm. to be exact? And I, to, I, you know, is that anything really exact, right? Mm. Everything's just evolving. So just to recap, masculine energy has a lot to do with the instinct to lead, control, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. To lead, to control, uh, to uh, strategically and very logically, right? Make decisions on a day-to-day basis that leads to a pool of solutions to all the eventful problems that can be thrown uh, in just a single day. And um, again, very non, like there's no room in the masculine field for emotional fluff. So like my team can't walk in and be like, Jenny, I'm so sorry. I didn't get this done. Um, I I had to like, you know, go to the hospital or some shit like that. Right. Mm. Honestly, I feel, I don't even feel bad saying it. That's the reality. Um, I don't care. I really don't care what happened to your dog. This is just not, it's not, you're not paying me enough to care, you know? Mm. In fact, I'm sorry, my bad. I'm not paying you for me to care. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, and that's cool. Like when one day when my dog passes, I don't expect people to give a fuck. I mean, listen, it's just everyone's of their own. Okay. So like, that's why, like when it comes to like my day to day, I just don't do well with like excuses. I don't do well with victim mentality. I don't do well with, oh, this and this is the reason why I couldn't do that. No, I don't live that way. Mm. So why am I going to set my expectation on you to have that when I don't even have that for myself? And so it is what it is. Uh, feminine energy is more in the instinct and just follow, follow, like, just hear me out, bro. But also please like bring in your contribution. Cause I think that you have a lot to contribute here. For me, feminine energy has a lot to do with the nurturing, the gathering, the preparing, the the understanding, the ability to extend and multiply with what we've got. Through preparation, through planning, um, it's the ability to co-create, not just in kids, right? But the feminine energy, in fact, I don't even mean that in terms of children, right? Hmm. But feminine energy has a lot to do with co-creating this thing called multiplication in life, right? Hmm. So how do I take a handful of rice and multiply that so that everybody gets a piece? Feminine energy to me has a lot to do with not just, it's not even about being empathetic or apathetic or compassionate. It's like, yeah, whatever, bitch, you know, Mm. that's outside my pay grade to talk about. Okay. But feminine energy has more to do with like the harvesting. So in every tribe, every ancient tribe, right, bro? Yeah. Every like native tribe, spiritual tribe, all of our ancestors, fucking caveman tribe, all that, right? You got two different sets of instincts uh, in order for this tribe and this community to be able to coexist and actually flourish, right? Mm. You got the people that are on land that, that need to plant the seeds. You got the people on land that need to wash things and, and, and motivate the community to be able to have more given what they've got. So you got the harvesters, the people that are planting the seeds for the corn to grow so that it multiplies and it allows the entire community to have a piece. I know I'm going deep, but like it is, I mean, this is, (laughs) this is the experience, right? Mm. So you got the harvesters, you got the planners, you got the people that are working so efficiently, but with such intricate detail, right? Mm. And that are teaching So they're not necessarily like, I don't know, feminine energy is not like the forefront leader per se, but they're the multipliers. They're the reason why like you teach one person and that person will be able to teach a hundred. And feminine energy to me has a lot to do with, it's not submission per se, but it has a lot to do with like an overall four or five D understanding, you know, it's like, okay, let me hear you out. Like let's, Let's understand our feelings. Let's be very emotionally involved in finding the solution. You know, mm. 
it's it's a little bit more like like yeah it's it, it like people think feminine energy is like weak it's not it's like one of the strongest right hmm. but it's it it just has so much to do with the idea of like multiplication you know Mm. And um, and you do that by being able to understand compassion and people and emotion. Right. Mm. But feminine energy welcomes a lot of other victim mentalities to attract when you're when you're full of feminine energy, you're going to attract a lot of people that are going to take from you. Yeah. Because you just got that much abundance. Right. Yeah. Okay, so going back to this like spiritual tribe and like tribe, like whatnot. So you got the harvesters and then you got mm, the people that are out there, like, you know, with spears and they're fighting like these mammoths and hunters and gatherers. You got the hunters and you got the gatherers, right? Hmm. And so masculine energy is they wake up and they're like, let me control, let me provide. Let me put myself on the line so that I can bring back and feed my community. Let me dominate my actions so that I can lead this tribe. You know, Mm. I can motivate our tribe to have hope. If we didn't get fed today, we'll get fed tomorrow, you know? Mm. And that has a lot to do with the concept around you only got one option and that option is to fucking succeed. And that's me. Like for me, I don't, I don't wake up and say, well, I have, if that doesn't work out, no, 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 no. it'll never, that'll never come out of my mouth. I'll never sit here and say, well, if this doesn't work out, no, it will work out mm-hmm. point blank motherfucking period. And there's no other option. So like when my team comes in and they're like, well, Jen, what would be, okay, if we can't get this, what would be the alternative? I'm like, listen, there's no alternative. There's no option two. We're going to have it. Like, it doesn't matter to me if whatever you're delivering is like, the only reason why you have an option two is because you're, you're scared that option one is too big for your own capability. Mm. And I can see right through that. So unfortunately for all my employees, it sucks for you because I could see through the reason why you're even inventing an option two. Mm. That's not problem solving, baby. That's just you coming in with another option so that you can crutch. So again, you are witnessing pure masculine energy, the intentions, the mindset. This is it. This is everything that I'm saying right now as an example is as masculine energy as it gets, right? Mm. So I'm going to pass the mic to you, bro, because when you think about the feminine energy that perhaps you feel like more like dominates your, your day, right? Yeah. Like, how would you explain that? Like, what would that look like from your perspective? You know, honestly, I would describe feminine energy and it's not about girl or guy. Cause it no. doesn't matter about gender. This exactly. is about, I think it's just the type of energy that you kind of give out, right? Yep. So, for example, Cindy throughout the day would have many like situations arise, and I would just listen, mm. to be honest. I would just listen. And of course, when it gets to a certain point, then I will offer advice or I'll offer my, you know, suggestions and just sometimes my opinions. So I think more of the feminine energy is, like you said, just like being there to understand the person that is speaking, to really listen to them, to care Mm. for them, to see where they're coming from, right? To be open, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think think that's the whole, the coolest thing about feminine energy, at least in my opinion, is that you're just open. You're just, you're really just like a blank slate for that other person to just like speak, right? And just share. And I think that happens a lot with you and I, because you are very dominant in like your life up to a certain point, there will be a time where you're like, okay, well you hit a block. Right. 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 And then you come to me and then you release like everything that's going on. Right. Truth. Truth. And then I just receive it and I'm like listening and I'm just like, okay. And then as you unwind your situation or your challenges, then, like 
So I don't know. It's weird. It's like, as soon as I get, it's like, it's like you fill my cup up to the point where I'm like, okay, now I'm kind of ready to like offer something, you know? Mm. So it's like feminine energy for me is just literally like, just that is an act. That is an act of service. That is not easy, you know? Right. It's so easy, especially for guys. I'm sorry, but it is. It's it more is. difficult True. for guys because yep. guys doesn't want to fix the problem. They're like, what are you talking about? Just do, 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 do this, you know? But oftentimes, of course, women are like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, you don't understand me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're not, you don't understand where I'm coming from. You're not really listening to me. Right. 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 So I think that's the why it always worked because when <clears throat> we always grew up and like, I always listened to you. you know? Right. True. And then like, I kind of knew, okay, this is the time to speak because like you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I think as soon as I become the more masculine to give advice, to give suggestions, to give ideas, right. You are receptive now, you know, and then right. that is your feminine energy of receiving. It's like now you're ready to receive. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's like a, it's like a true balance effect of like, you gave, now you receive, and you're just ready to give more now. Okay. So this is okay. So action wise, uh, I think you just opened up another door here. So that's another good way for people to kind of define things in their own way. Right. Mm. Feminine energy has a lot to do with receiving energy. Mm. Uh, Masculine energy has a lot to do with like, what do you think? Giving, providing energy. Yeah. It's so interesting that you break that down because like, well, well, let me ask you this question. Cause I feel like it's a question that uh, I'm hearing like someone, uh, you know, at one point wants to ask, which is how do you have both? Right. Yeah. Like how do you, okay. So for example, what would be your advice to me given I have so much masculine energy, right? Yeah what would be a way in which I can balance that out? But then you are both. You may not do it the same way as I do. Right. Yeah. But you have both. Everybody has both. That's right. the first realization. Like step is that you're not in lack, right? You yeah. are both masculine and feminine. Like you are both light and dark. Right. right? Mm-hmm. You can't just, oh, I'm only one because I was conditioned to believe that when I was younger. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. dude, like, are you kidding me? Look at Sophie, dude. She's a perfect example of both. True. Like, I sometimes see her as like a tomboy because she's so like, you know, she has that like dude energy, right? Right. That bro, <laughs> that bro energy, but she's only four. But at the same time, she has that very feminine, like, oh, like, I'm just, you know, are you okay? You know, things like right. that. You know, sometimes uh. she's like, oh, no, I'm angry. You know, so it's yeah. like, she has both. And the fact of the matter is we all have both. However, we just don't realize that. Yeah. So to your advice, I would say it's like, look, Jenny, like you have the dominance. You have the conviction and belief and, you know, faith to just really push through. Mm. Like, what you really believe in until it freaking manifests like in reality. Right. Right. Here's the thing. This I'm actually uh, getting this channeled is um, masculine energy and feminine energy. So this, this is so, this is so powerful. What I'm feeling into is we also have to know what's activating it. Right. Mm. So let's say like some people are extremely masculine, right? Like you're female, you got a lot of masculine energy. You're male. Let's say you got a lot of feminine energy. Who gives a fuck? Okay. Male or woman, whatever, whatever. The thing is, you got to ask yourself, where does that energy come from? So you, you brought this up because I am now more receptive to listening, to taking advice, to taking suggestions, right? Mm-hmm. But I never used to be like that. Remember? Yeah. I used to be like super dominant and super defensive. Mm. Like so defensive to the point where my friends didn't want to tell me like what their thoughts were and shit. Cause they thought that I was going to react every 2.5 seconds, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think my masculine energy came from this history of defending myself. I was, I was so naturally a feminine 
like giver, like listener. And I wanted to like clean the home and it's not even about that, but it comes down to like wanting to please others. Right. Mm -hmm. I wanted mom and dad to come back from home and like see an entirely like clean place. And I wanted, I wanted them, I wanted to please them. I wanted to make them happy. I wanted to like have the extension of my work, be their happiness, Mm. you know? And that's what a lot of feminine energies exude. And that's the reason why people take so much from you is because you just got so much to give and, and your happiness is an extension of other people's happiness, Mm -hmm. right? Like feminine energy has so much to do with like other people's comfort is your comfort, Mm. right? Yeah. Other people's desire becomes your desire too. Mm -hmm. So much so that you forget what your own identity is. You forget what your own passion is because you're so used to, or you're so quick to just giving other people, right. Mm. The life that they want. Mm-hmm. It's just overabundance, you know? Yeah. And you're an experiential as a feminine energy and experiential has everything to do with feeling like if, if this room feels comfortable, then I'm comfortable. Mm. Right. Yeah. If my, if that man is happy, then I'm happy. Even if I don't know what my own happiness is, Mm. I'll know I'm happy if they're happy. It's like an extension. That's what I mean by multiplication. It's like feminine energy has so much to do with multiplying, right? Mm. My thing about that though, is like, all right, so, but where does it come from? You got to ask yourself, how deep does this go? Right? Yeah. Because a lot of my masculine energy was birthed from the idea, from the reality that I wasn't able to control much in my life Mm. as a young kid and as a young adult. Like I was trapped. All this like knowing was trapped in this like youthful body that I couldn't, I couldn't have control with all the things that I knew I was, I was capable of doing. Nobody heard me. Nobody like, you know what I mean? And that's yeah, not a yeah. that's not a victim mentality. That's fucking reality. That just literally was the history of my life, right? Mm-hmm. And so because I I I lived amongst that energy for so long, I decided to say, I decided to like flip or switch, you know, mm-hmm. and realize that like giving more to others was only robbing me. Mm-hmm. So much so where to, to where I was not in pursuant of my greatest potential. Mm. And so then something switched. So then I like started testing out the reality. Well, if I gave myself the control, if I gave myself the permission, if I gave myself the validation, if I gave myself the guilt-free approval, am I going to reach a better potential? Am I going to reach a better stage in my life? And I did. Hmm. I did because I stopped doing it for other people and I started doing it for myself. So when people think about, oh, okay, but is it selfish to just do everything for you? Is it selfish to live for you? Cause they feel guilty about it. Cause that's how they are programmed or conditioned. Right. Of course, but it's not. And here's why. Okay. Every day I wake up pursuing my passion And when I pursue my passion, I exude a positive impact. If I'm doing what I love every day, I'm not exuding a negative energy. I'm by default exuding a positive energy Mm -hmm. because I wake up motivated to reach my greatest potential. I wake up motivated to pursue what I love and who I love to do it for. So that energy of positivity is what everyone around me gains from. Mm. So I'm doing you a service by choosing me. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Like other people are benefiting from my energy, not because I'm doing it for them. I don't think about doing what I love to do for my fans or for anybody, not for my family, not for my friends. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. I do it for me. And because I do what I love and I do it for me and I do it for my own intention, my energy feeds other people. Yep. That's, that's how it works. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And and so then it's so funny because you got all these like people that ask on my live or whatever. They'll be like, Jenny Chang, how are you so positive? Mm-hmm. How do you have so much energy? How do you stay so like, like positive energy and like, you know? Yeah. Baby, I'm not doing it for you. Mm. This is my record. I'm not trying to be positive for you. Mm. That's not why you're feeling my positive energy. And I'm certainly not here preaching positive energy. I really don't give a fuck about that. I'm more in the, the passion energy, right? Yeah. But because I pursue what I do and I'm able to like step into my masculine power and, you know, coupled with my feminine energy of, uh, you know, whenever I want it to come out, mm. because I get to do what I love and I get to do it in my own way of control, I naturally exude the positive energy that you feel. Mm. So this is why it's so easy for all of us to just live guilt-free if we see it in that perspective, you know, bro? Of course. But now on the contrary, let's say that I were to do what I hated every day Mm. with my ego, with who I am, with my shadow self, with everything that I'm capable of doing in this world. If I woke up and I hated doing what I do or I hated the people around me and I was so like discouraged and I was insecure. Right. Mm. Oh, I would raise hell. I would be the I would be the face of your greatest enemy and your biggest fear. And you would feel that energy because that's how powerful I am. That's how powerful we all are. But it's just do you believe that? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Of course, belief is the one of the most important things you have to believe. You, you know? got to believe that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I could say that I'm the most powerful person that I know, right? Yeah. And some people will be like, oh my God, Jenny, that's a little bit like, that's a little narcissistic, right? Hmm. No, no, no. That's your belief that you got to limit. If you could look at someone and say, no, you're not that, then that's just you believing you can never be that. Exactly. Right? So anyway, back to this masculine energy, feminine, I think, I think here, here's what I feel, bro. Mm. Right. And, and please like, correct me if I'm wrong. You are right. We have both. We can switch it on. We can switch it off. We can balance it. But if it helps realize how much you're receiving and how much you're giving, Maybe calculate it. Maybe really sit down, create a little pie chart and ask yourself, how much of you are you actually giving? And how much of you are you actually receiving? You know? Mm-hmm. And in my pie chart right now, I could tell you that I, I'm probably giving more than I receive. And that's fine. That's why my masculine energy is so like dominant. Mm. But that is what you helped me understand today, right? is like receiving energy has so much to do with like people taking, you know, mm. or, or, or I mean, not even receiving, but it's like, if someone were, you know, you're giving so much of you, right. Dude, I have something to say. Okay, yeah. please. So, okay. Going back to the hunter and gatherer, right? Yeah. The hunter has both feminine and masculine. The gatherer has both feminine and masculine right Right. Mm -hmm. the hunter like you said will go out there get the food and bring it back Mm -hmm. can you imagine how the hunter would be if all of a sudden everyone's eating cooking except him like he's bringing him bringing home all the food but he gets nothing of it right why he is just pure masculine he's just bringing it bringing it bringing it but what about his feminine energy? He needs to receive food as well, right? Ooh! He needs to receive that that nurturing, that that feeling of care of like receiving food to recharge and go out there and do even more, right? Ooh. The gatherer, okay, perfect. The gatherer receives the food, right? Yeah. Gratitude. We have food to cook now. We have mm. food to eat, partake as a as a unit, as a community, as a family, right? Right. Masculine energy. The gatherer would just go out and cook the food now, you know, like, yeah. and then also, like you said, it's like the feminine energy of the gatherer is like, you know, they get so happy knowing that everyone is so happy, but the gatherer is the one that really 
prepared and cooked all the food. So that is the gatherer's masculine energy of preparing and cooking and everything. Right. But then it's like, imagine if, mm, what, the gatherer was like, okay, like just re- uh, uh, just cooks, but doesn't receive any praise. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? Yes, yeah. or value. Or any value. Then it's like, what the fuck am I here for then, right? Hey. So it's like, exactly. Everyone has both, but it's like, it's not going to be the exact same way. You don't have to compare yourself. To yeah. Everybody. And it's like, oh, if I'm not like Jenny Chang, then I'm inadequate. no bitch you're inadequate because you believe yourself to be inadequate exactly right believe in what your strengths are like for you and i dude you think i'm like over here sulking and being insecure because you have like way more followers on tiktok and instagram no dude are you fucking kidding me i'm fucking proud of you you know what i mean like yeah you fucking went the fuck out there into the world and you fucking dominated that shit like no one can take that away from you because you did the action to get where you are I am proud and I am grateful because I get to be the one to be like at the end of the day or a week or month when you're ready to be like, fuck, bro, I need help. You know, like I need your advice or I need you to listen to me. And I'm like, perfect. This is my time to shine. Right. Right. So it's like, I love that. You know what I mean? And that's where I receive value and purpose because I, I really can, but I don't really care to do it like as hard as you like i told you yesterday i'm fucking lazy as fuck you know like <laughs> yo, shit. you know like i'm like yo we gotta brand that no, i'm fucking lazy i'm lazy as fuck you know what i mean like seriously and i'm like at the same time i receive so much value and i and i guess in a way i do feed you right right by listening to you and then just giving you something that's tailored just for you. Right. And so it's like, that's why I think it's always worked, you know? Dude, that's, that's the reason why I'm like, no, like I agree. That's, that's the reason why we, we click, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, it's my responsibility to make you feel value for Mm -hmm. your intuition, for your advice for your ability to pause and say, Hey, Jen, like, I know you're out there and you're up in the fucking sky, but right now, like we need to feel our feet on the floor and we need, we got to like recalibrate and let me remind you who the fuck you are. And then like, that shit is so fucking powerful to me. And that's why, like, when you talk, I'm just like listening and I apply that shit right away. I do. And it's like, that's why, like, I want to value you for something you do so naturally. Mm. I want to pay you for that. You know, I want like you to gain material wealth from that Mm. because like people think that like, you know, money is something that you earn because you put your back into it. No, smart people, rich people make money off their fucking mind. Mm. You know? We make money off our mindset. We make money off problem solving and, and being able to advise people through, through difficulties, you know, like it's, it is what it is. And the thing is, um, I, I love that dynamic. And I feel that a lot of people want to find that dynamic in their love life. They want to find that dynamic within their siblings too. They want to find that dynamic in their friendships, but it's like, the first step to finding that dynamic is get rid of everybody that doesn't improve your life. Mm. That doesn't help you actually progress. That doesn't allow you to actually take forward steps in life. And you'll know, you'll feel the anchor. It's right at like that chest area where like you'll be around someone and you can feel them just kind of anchoring you. Get rid of the person that wants you to rid everything else in life. Like the person that's like, get rid of this, get rid of that. Oh, this and that. Like, no, no, no. Get rid of that person. They're not cleaning up shit for you. You get to make that free will choice, you know? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like, I feel like in order for us to get closer to seeing the right person or even seeing the yin and yang within yourself and the masculine and feminine energy within you, right? It has so much to do with like, I don't know, man. I just feel like it has a lot to do with getting rid of the people that stunt your growth. Like they really stunt your greatest potential. 
again, like I, I'm just going to cap it here where I say, there's something I say to my clients in the event world, right? Mm. I see a lot of different people come to me wanting these like grand experiences, right? Yeah. And I'll read these people. And that's why I'm so good at what I do because I can, I know what they want before they know what they want. You know what I mean? Mm. They'll tell me what the mission is and I'll tell them why they want it so bad to the point where like I'll build that experience um, so that they can feel it. But I always see two different types of people come to me. You got the visionary and you got the experiential. And I tend to work better with experiential people because experiential people are what I would call a the feminine energies. These are the people that, again, they're very compassionate, but their success relies on the, the success of the room. They won't, they don't want to put all their investment towards a flower, like a ceiling full of flowers or an ice sculpture at every table. They don't care about like, like stupid shit. They care about the value of like, Hey, like my comfort, my happiness, my fun is going to be the extension of how much fun other people around me are having. Mm. So they're experiential. Like they want to provide the experience for the people that are going to feel something so great in life to where that's what we're paying for is the memory of what you can't unfeel. And I work well with experiential people because I'm the magnet of experiences. I can create that experience knowing the science of that room but I'm a visionary by default. Mm. So I'm a magnet of experiences, meaning I will attract that and I'll create that. But by default, I'm a visionary. I have to see what I want to see in order for me to bring that to life before you could ever even see it yourself. Mm. I got to see the impossible. You could walk into a warehouse and go, Oh my God, this isn't going to turn into a fucking festival. There's no way, mm. but I got to be the one dominantly seeing what I can't unsee and creating that experience so that you are profoundly just like taken back of what the potentiality really is. Right. It's where potential turns into real magic. That's what I do, but I'm a visionary and I find myself not, I don't work a lot really well with other visionaries. Mm. Right. And the reason why is because, well, then why the fuck are you hiring me? If you think you could see it all, if you think you can control it to that degree, why the fuck are you hiring me? Mm. Do it yourself. And visionaries are what I would say, i.e. masculine energy. Because visionaries have a little bit more of like the idea of uh, wanting things to be accurate because they can't unsee what it is that they're seeing too. So for me... I clash sometimes with vis other visionaries unless they have the balance of like experiential, but other visionaries will predominantly come through and say, okay, but like, I see this image. I need you to bring that image to life. And for me and, and, and visionaries have a little bit more of like, you know, again, straight to the point they see it. So that's what needs to happen, which is that it's full of expectations. So some of like, let's say the audience's counterpart, like your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, right? Mm. Sometimes your masculine energy will be so dominant because you're full of expectations. Mm. You think it's supposed to be this one way. And if it's not this one way, then it's no way. That's why I'm still single. Because as a visionary, I'm like, oh no, this is my expectation. Like, I don't know what you thought this was, but my vision and my experience of partnership is in the way that I know, which is this way. And if you can't align to that, you're just, I, know, I can't give you the time of day. And visionaries are like that. Like, because we see it, we see it because we can't unsee it. Like I know where I'm going to be in my life and I can't unsee that knowing. So it's either go all the way in for that and bulldoze anyone else that gets in the way. But that's my only option is to get there because I can't un unvisualize what it is that I already know has happened. So consider that. Consider the idea of like, you know, and obviously when I work with other visionaries, we tend to both have quite that alpha energy because mm -hmm. we're both seeing things, but you would think that like, because we both see the same thing, it would work, right? Mm. But it's not, the, that's not the case. 
because our expectations are just as dominant. So it's like, can I work with visionaries? I do all the time. But that's, again, why I have an experiential firm. That's why I have this expanding production company, because I'm supposed to see what you cannot. I'm supposed to see what you can't and bring that to life so that you can feel the experience and gain the vision of what I already always saw was going to happen. And masculine energies are visionaries. You know, that's why they get, they control every action every day to get to that vision because they can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought I'd kind of share that in because I thought that was, you know what I mean? Like I, I've always kind of seen, it's like, I don't know, this isn't even psychology. It's just like fucking, you know, being able to read people, you know, yeah, and see the the ticks and whatever. But what do you think about that? No, that's true. I mean, for me too, like when you did our wedding and, when you did, you know, Sophie's like first birthday party and stuff like that. It's like, look, for me, to be honest, the purpose is to have a good time, right? Right. Like I want to experience something amazing and like just have fun. Am I crazy about the details? Like, oh, Jenny, I want to exactly like, no, fuck no. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like I'm ready. I, I just submit my shit to you and I surrender to your vision. You know? Right. Because I trust you. you know? And you remember like, how much can like I had to convince the whole family to see what I saw, but like nobody was, I nobody saw it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no and, one really saw it. And you put all your trust in me, which is more is more value that I have your trust than your love. Yeah. It's more important to me that I have people's trust than love. I don't care about you loving me. Like, mm-hmm. in fact, the people listening to this, it, it gives me no benefit that you love me. It's do you trust me? Cause I will not guide you in the wrong direction. I, I can put my entire intentional purpose life on the line of that. But the most important thing that I want to conclude on is no matter what side of masculine and feminine energy you bring forth, own it, just fucking own it. If you want to be, if you, if you're predominantly like in your masculine energy, work that to the best of your ability. And then when you pause and you want to switch and you want to bring in that feminine energy, given your case by case base, right. Or whatnot Mm. own that. Yeah. Be the best of both. That is how we find the core of balance. What's up JC gang. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Jenny Ching experience. If you're enjoying our channel, this is your sign to leave us a review on Apple podcasts and subscribe to our newsletter by visiting jennychang.com. And so it is. 